Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Let's talk about bottle binning uh, in Chinatown in the downtown core. And if you're walking around downtown or in Chinatown, many times you see people with carts. Uh, many times they're elderly binning for cans and bottles. Um, in many cases, um, it's they're, they play a significant role, these individuals, in regards to recycling uh, in our communities. They're mostly low-income people and, uh, who turn to binning uh, as well to support uh, themselves. Uh, and But it is part of what we see every single day in this city. Well, recently, Chris Chung, who is a reporter for the Thai, wrote a fabulous uh, feature called On Bottle Binning in Chinatown to get a sense of who these people are, give us a perspective of where they come from and why they do what they do. And Chris joins us now. Chris, thank you for for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. So what compelled you to write this story, first and foremost? What interested you about this story? Yeah, I think, um, you know, as you mentioned, if you, you know, live in Vancouver, you do see binners um, out and about a lot, um, especially now with the, the weather heating up too. Um, and I have done some pieces on binners over the years. Um, mostly they were you know, people who are, are white. Um, and when I've spoken with um, some of the depots, they mentioned that about a tenth of the people who do come in are these seniors. Um, and I was just really curious about, you know, what their stories are and, and why they're doing this. And there, there have been a few pieces over the years that there have been written about them, mm-hmm. um, but they've kind of treated these seniors as a, as a kind of a, a super senior. So we have some seniors who, you know, donate everything that they've um, earned to charity or um, say that they've used the money to send their kids to university. Um, but as I started to, to talk to some social workers who do um, have clients who've been, um, I started to paint a different picture of people who do this um, much more for necessity. Mm-hmm. When you say those people uh, who have to do this out of necessity, who are they? Yeah, so um, in terms of Chinatown, these are a lot of the seniors who live in um, the old buildings um, that are, you know, uh, kind of like SROs in the neighborhood. And mm-hmm. a lot of them, they've been brought over to Canada to take care of their grandkids. Um, so they would have lived with their adult children and their grandkids. Uh, but once those kids grow up, um, a lot of them, you know, they value their independence or, you know, maybe they actually don't get along with the family and they decide to move out. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those who don't speak English um, and they speak Cantonese or, or Mandarin, uh, Chinatown kind of becomes the, the obvious place for them where there are all of those shops and services. Um, but, you know, for th- for those who um, might not have been citizens for, for that long, um, they might not be able to get uh, uh, their old age security um, or maybe they just don't have enough um, uh, spending money, like from from the family that they come from. Um, so they they come out to do this job, and it's something that they can they can just pick up and go whenever they like. Uh, and any sense of how much they work? Uh, you know, it's not something where you just go to one location. It is constantly walking around and going to specific locations. I'm sure they have their roots. Any sense of what kind of hours they put into binning? Yeah, I mean, there are people who go, who will go every day. Um, uh, one estimate is that they can make about 50 bucks a day, which which still isn't very much if you work um, full time. Um, but yeah, the one senior that I interviewed, she um, goes uh, a little bit, you know, in the, in the evenings, not really full time. But for a lot of these seniors, too, um, they, they might have a full time job as well. So 
the one I spoke with, Miss Lang, um, she actually worked as a dishwasher for 10 years uh, and then bidding was something she did on the side of that as well. And where do they take um, uh, these uh, bottles? Uh, you were saying that the, there's some binning, uh, United We Can is a well-known organization, Binners Project. Do they go to those local organizations or are there others that they go and, and drop off what they collect? Yeah, that's right. So for Chinatown, um, so what I did was I spent a morning with Mrs. Lang. So uh, she took all the bottles that she collected from the week, uh, and then I met up with her in the morning um, outside of her, um, um, her her building, which is over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. So um, already coming down from the steps for her uh, was, was quite a chore. She had two big boxes. Um, uh, she's had a, a little grocery cart, which she used to tug it along. Um, and there used to be a United We Can uh, on Hastings, which was much closer but instead, she has to walk um, to the United Weekend that's now on Industrial Avenue. And so that's half an hour away. Um, and it was quite eye-opening for me because when I went out with her, um, we actually ran into a neighbor of hers who was younger. It was a man. Uh, and he took all of his cans onto the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was chatting with her. How come you, know, you don't take the bus as well since it's quite a walk? Uh, and she's been worried a lot these past three years because of um, anti-Chinese racism in the neighborhood. Uh, and so she would, you know, rather just, you know, when you go on the bus, she becomes very visible. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everyone on the bus might have to wait for her as she boards. So she just, she just doesn't want that attention. Um, and so, you know, because of that, it's caused her to um, change what her commute to the depot is, which is just to walk over there. And it's, and it's quite heavy. Um, her Tower of Cans is actually um, the same height as, as she is. Yeah. Besides the the racism, which you've raised and and has been highlighted many times, are there other challenges when it comes to safety? I mean, you're walking around in these cans. Those those are dollars for somebody as well. And there are desperate people dealing with mental health and addiction issues. Is safety a a big concern for her beyond just the racism, as, as you said, that she has to sometimes deal with? Yeah, yeah, it totally is. Um, you know, for any job that you would imagine, you know, being like a, a janitor um, or a custodian, like a more formal kind of um, employment that you do work with, uh, with trash or with fluids or bacteria, um, you know, you, you would usually get PPE from your employer. But for someone who is binning, who's doing this informally, um, you know, they might not have this, or if they are quite low income, they might not buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also don't get that training as well. Um, so for her, she actually, you know, not speaking English, she can't go to the depot and have somebody walk her through, um, you know, what's the way to do binning safely, how to arrange all of her cans. Um, that's something she had to learn through word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very informal kind of job in, in all of those senses. Um, how many binners do we have in our, in our city? Any sense of how many we have in Vancouver or in Chinatown? Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, but for the United We Can, I believe they have, um, they say they have between 600 and 700 regular customers who go. Wow, six, seven hundred. I didn't think that number would be that high. And when you when you speak to Ms. Leung and, and other binners, uh, what's their demeanor like? Are they happy people uh, or they uh, people who feel like they've, they've been forced into this situation? What's their demeanor like? What's it like to be around them and talk to them? Yeah, I think um, sometimes there's this impression of low-income people, um, you know, lazy or not wanting to work for their money. Um, and there are some binners who have talked um, about, you know, you know, why don't they go panhandling instead? But for, for people like Mrs. Miss um, Miss Lang, who I interviewed, you know, they they take pride in, in earning their money. So mm-hmm. to them, they do treat it like a, a job. And so even though she doesn't earn very much, like every every can, every every cent that she gets from it means a lot to her. 
Um, so yeah, they, they treat it very much like their, their formal employment. And they, they do take pride in it too, because they realize they are um, taking part of recycling uh, cans and bottles in the city that are just left out. Well, you know, anybody who's been downtown in Chinatown, you see these individuals uh, collecting these uh, cans and you don't think much of it sometimes, but uh, you've really done a fabulous job highlighting this world and um, hopefully bringing some humanity uh, to to these people and getting a sense of who they are. really appreciate your time today, Chris. Thanks for having me.